Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or, of course, welcome back. I'm keeping it real over here. I mean, that's the only way you can keep it. Turns out. Whatever. How you been? If it's imaginary, it's all in your head. I'm good. Made the questions or the podcast? Made, made another trip around the sun, so uh, that's good. Signed off, got my papers, yeah. and... Uh, on to the next one, right? Yeah, you're not a fan of birthdays. Nah, it's really not. Not a thing. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And occasionally I want to do things, other times I don't, you know. But for the most part, it just is what it is. I mean, I mean, fair enough. What else do you know? Hey, we, we avoid a date. I'm going to say this right out of the gate, actually, is... Um, to all the folks down there in Florida and other places that got hit by this hurricane here, um, you, you know, it's 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 we're we record out of North Carolina. If people are not coming back for the you know for a second time, they've never heard the podcast. Um, scary shit. Uh, it's not fun. Um, it is sort of what we got to deal with. But uh, I just kind of wanted to make a a nod in the direction of. It's never fun. And it's, uh, you know, people are all this, that, and the other when it hits and then it moves out. But it's here in North Carolina, we've been, you've been here too, Brandon. I mean, it's 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 weeks and months and however long it takes to dig back out of a thing. So Yeah, I don't think, you know, you know most of America, thankfully, is uh, not in a hurricane zone. And, you know, you hear, you hear about it and it makes landfall and you see all these awful images. And then it kind of goes away, and it's months, months and months to rebuild. Uh, sometimes, you know, after that much damage occurs, and, and you don't get the follow-up and the media coverage because it's not interesting enough to sell ads, I guess. But, yeah, our thoughts thoughts with those folks. Yeah, for sure. So hopefully this is not a crazy season for that kind of storm situation, but uh, you never know. But... Uh... There we go. We've been pretty there fortunate because I, I think, uh, yeah, when the hurricane season starts in is it June officially? I think. Um, I'm not sure. All I know is the other year we got to like they had to go into like the whatever alphabet because they ran out of names for the storms. Yeah, yeah. And this year that we're many haven't haven't really had any any major storms other than this one make landfall, which is. Very fortunate. Knock on wood, as they say. Yes. And uh, so. go from there. So, well, what are we talking about? Well, we have to. I mean, we we we're going to talk about a thing here. It's going to be kind of a fun topic. Um, and folks, it's not that we're. It's not that we haven't noticed. You know, we 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 record here. We podcast. We're in the United States. We're we're. We've now turned the corner. We're in October. Um, we're coming into midterms. Uh, I would love to talk a lot about this shit that's going on right now, but just as a reminder, folks in this country, anyhow, or if you're outside of this country and you know you can actually vote in America, vote. Um, it's very important. Um, it starts soon. I mean, we've had we've had folks like Phil on the podcast, and we've gone over this. You know, it's important to go out and vote. So 
That's all I'm going to say. But we're going to stick with fun topics. We're not going to get too serious. Other than I think we need to start with Elon Musk, because why not? I mean, Elon's... We got to start there. Yeah, he's he's always in the news for not because of Not another, because right? of voting. Yeah, yeah, not because of voting. Not because of voting. Because... It, so yeah, go out, vote. It's really important. But, you know, in Elon's world, I guess, as of September 30th, what was on his mind or somewhere about the, that time, um, since he still likes to tweet, uh, I think he's, I guess he's not buying that platform anymore, uh, TBD. Um, <laughs> we shall see, right? He, I don't even get this. Like, he's posing with a robot. Like he's kind of, he's, you know, he's Elon. He's all over the map. And I and I speaking of political things, I wish he would stay out of anything that's going on globally, other than you know donating Starlink. Leave it at that, Elon. But that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> stay but stay yeah. in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane. But the the robot thing, I'm like, why is he posing with a robot? Because he unveiled the new Tesla bot, man. So what is this? What, what, what is this thing? I mean, my understanding. I haven't. I haven't really followed the Tesla bot thing too <laughs> too granularly. But I, it's I believe probably following it's intended, you or some of our listeners. It's intended um, is is to be an affordable humanoid robot that can perform, you know, like repetitive menial tasks. So maybe you know you you deploy them in in a warehousing application and they just pick up boxes and move them from one place <coughs> to another all day long uh so on and so forth or or what have you uh and yeah i saw some clips of the unveiling of this thing and it 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 looked like it was going to fall over it looked like donald trump walking down a staircase like it was that wobbly and shaky <laughs> like <laughs> you know um, two two hands to two hands to drink to water. Drink a glass I guess of water, water, yeah. Water, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I before we digress, uh, yeah, it just it was not impressive. You know, it, normally you have these these keynote events for a product launch or announcement, and and it's supposed to like instill some kind of awe and wonder in you. Right? And You're like, oh wow, holy crap, that's amazing. And this thing, <laughs> it, it, I mean, I, I was concerned for its well being. You know, like, have you ever seen, like, video of a baby giraffe, like, that just fell out of its mother? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it, that, that's about it. And that's, you know, it, it, it looked a little shaky. Like, maybe it hadn't learned to walk yet. And when you compare it against, you know, like, Boston Dynamics, uh, incredible robot and robotics. Um, yeah, just night and day difference. Yes. So I, 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 I you know, this needed to be well, like well, a to, press release, not a press conference. You know, like we're working on a robot that may or may not do a thing. Um, and then a couple of years down the so, line, maybe blow our minds with the latest, greatest, most affordable robot ever. Who knows? But yeah, that it just seemed a bit silly to me. Well, what I was going to say, just so folks who listen to us, but maybe they haven't caught an episode or two. We've covered some robots. We, we we're kind of they're fascinating from time to time, right? So we, we did that one that Amazon sells. You know, I think it just stares at you all day long and tells yeah, you like turn the turn the on or something. Yeah, yeah it's but like a, it's like three hundred dollars and it if stares Alexa at you. Alexa was a sentry, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it just rolls around and so it can spy on you everywhere, but it doesn't really have any functional application, right? Um, I, I mean, but the, I, 
maybe cut it a little bit that short. we know yeah. of <laughs> for a thousand dollars or so i'm like it's it's got a screen for a face and uh can roll around doesn't have any like claws or something that can pick things up so like the best case scenario maybe your kid could put a beer on the back of it to roll it over to the couch for you to pick it up yeah um serve the dog some treats yeah you know it's more who knows cute. what they're up to to me it seemed more akin to a toy than a functional robot that you would need to have around the house but neither here nor there that, that's how it starts so well but you alluded to boston dynamics so we did we covered boston dynamics i think we we even had a, a fellow that'll join us from time to time steve peters he hasn't been around in a while because he you know he actually works really hard um shout out to steve but um basically he he was he's he followed that stuff for a while and it creeped him out i said it creeps me out too it's if folks haven't gone and googled some of this stuff it almost looks like cgi like there's there's no fucking way that these are actual robots until you realize they're actual robots yeah, no, they, and i'm not they, over they, i'm not over hyping a thing folks and for anybody that's listening i am not over hyping oh you are not at, at all yeah it's not you know boston dynamics has been in this game for a while and i mean they've got robotic dogs that can run at extraordinary speeds like some 30 miles an hour maybe now i think some of them are, are running and just yeah the, i think plus 30 yeah. humanoid movement that's incredibly smooth and realistic and so if you google like uh uh, Boston Dynamics dancing robots. You'll find a, a few uh, really interesting and kind of fun uh, dancing robot videos. And you'd be like, this, this has to be fucking CGI. Like, it has to be, right? No, no, no. Right. They've just advanced the technology that far. Which, again, it, that's why Musk's little denouement was just underwhelming at best uh, for me at personally. Best. Yeah. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, this yeah. thing looks like. You, you like mashed a Terminator and a sex robot together and uh, it can barely stand on its own. <laughs> Meanwhile, over here, Boston Dynamics has, you know, four different types of robots synchronized dancing and you'd, you'd swear there's no way that's robotics at work. It's got to be tiny people in people. costumes or, or CGI. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wild. Some of the things they're doing. Well, not even... Not even tiny people. It was like they they got a cast of like uh, Cirque du Soleil, like they, they are that dynamic. Like it's it, it's mind boggling. So folks, no, if you haven't or you're listening to us right now, yeah, robots. So. It's it's wild. But so we we've covered speaking of sex robots, we've covered those. We probably need to touch on that because of that brothel or whatever that I mean, was you opening. Can, you can Texas. touch on that if you want to. <laughs> but the, 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 That's well, the whole point of a sex robot, isn't it? The the reason I bring this up is because did you see the the tweet that Elon put out like after the roboty thing? Um, I, I mean, he's got a million something followers. Specifically so. referring to, so maybe, maybe not. So uh, I'm going to quote him: September 30th, right? Naturally, there'll be a cat girl version of the Optimus robot. So I'm like, like Elon, what are you doing over there? Like, your robot wasn't that good. Your, your rocket ships in your car look pretty good. I mean, you know, whatever. But I, I don't know where he's going with this. This is very bizarre. 
Maybe he's like underwhelming and underselling us because he's going to just unleash a bunch of robots. But anyhow, we have to kind of make fun of Elon. I mean, you know, you can't you can't be that wealthy and build a bunch of cars and you know, Tesla seems pretty cool to me. Robots, not so much. Yeah, no, again, he's a bit eccentric, so he has some really brilliant ideas, and then some others where you're like, oh, like, how high were you, Elon? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you decided we, this we was mean, a good idea. We mean, yeah, but, we, yeah. We, we mean altitude, right? Yeah, totally. You were up on SpaceX. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely yeah. not under the influence of, you know, recreational drugs or anything. No, never. Anyhow, but we we are going to talk about robots this time, and this is like they can be handy dandy. I don't think we've actually dug it. Well, not, well, robots, but okay, I'm jumping ahead. We're going to talk about vacuums, right? Well, that that's, topic sucks, that's our topic. doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it does. Um, but yeah, it's fascinating. You know, the the broomstick that's going to do a thing and, you know, all of a sudden get rid of the dust and stuff like that. But uh, anyhow, since we've done a bit of a rant, do you want to take a break? And then we'll actually dig into a few things that are, you know, people get a kick out of and hit a little bit of keynotes in history and then circle back on the robots. <laughs> yeah, we'll go from there. All right. Sit tight, folks. We'll be right back. Well, we had to take a quick break, but now we're going to uh, suck. Well, whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa. Are we not doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> uh, one of the few times I'm glad to be recording remotely and not in the same room. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. I was looking at the show notes, right? So challenge accepted. Booth set off on a mission to produce a machine that would suck, not blow. I mean, I, this is, I can't make this stuff up. I am, I am reading the show notes for this podcast. I mean, it seems I'm not kidding. Me. Yeah. We, we want a machine that sucks. Anyhow, folks. So I'm, I'm talking about Herbert. Speaking of sex robots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not speaking about Herbert Booth. So if you if anyone cares to do a thing, you can go to sciencemuseum.org.uk and uh, look this up for yourself. But yeah, this man who who apparently this wasn't his first invention. Um, you know he had uh, he had realized and met a challenge that he was going to vacuum things. So he invented the vacuum. At least that, that's who I came across. I don't know if you came across. I mean, there's always arguments about who invents things. But, yeah, this was oh, yeah. Uh, in 1901, this fellow, you know, decided to do a thing. 
And the world he had was never the same again. <clears throat> well, interesting. Sorry, I had the muted thing there for a second. Interesting enough, he um, he had looked at this whole construct of like, you know, if you can make something like blow air in the hopes of raising dusts, maybe there's another way to do something. And he was told this method of actually reversing the air and actually pulling dirt out of a thing was impossible. And uh, he was like, uh, no, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to try to do a thing. So, he apparently almost um, choked to death because, uh, you know, something like like handkerchief or I don't know, there's some stories here. I mean, people are, you know, you can read it. It's interesting stuff. Yeah. But we, uh, we, all, we all use vacuums. Yeah. One of those throat vacuums they have now. In lieu of the Heimlich maneuver. Have you seen those? I have not. Yeah, it's like a it's like a oxygen mask, you know, over the nose and mouth, and a vacuum attached to it. And so, like, if somebody's choking in a restaurant, like right, right by the automatic defibrillator on the wall, you could have one of these, and you just run over and like stick it to their face, hit the vacuum, and just you know, out, out, it comes. Yeah, so that's what he needed. <laughs> Ironic. It's crazy. So he. Only took this is sort of like these three years, right? Right, but I mean, this is this is you know back in nineteen hundreds, right? So his concept was like, I'm going to go, you know, clean carpets or whatever he's going to do, kind of like they they show up like you know to, with big power equipment outside of your house, and there was a big thing, and they would like take this cart, and then they would come in and you know clean your place. Seems very um, bougie to me, which it was. I mean, this was just for. Rather wealthy people. You know. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's just getting all the uh, the coinage out of their couches and stuff and probably made some side money. That's not, obviously not covered in this article. Kidding. But not. But maybe. Anyhow. But, but maybe. But not. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, you got to hand it to the... Yeah, you can hand it to the, you know, the, the I guess so, the UK, right? And then you get into the, the history of this, the, the Hoover, right? That was sort of for the average person, well, sort of average person. This thing would cost probably about as much as a car, um, but probably worth it, right? Have I mean, one it's, of these it's nice lovely to be things able to in your home. Vacuum, yeah. vacuum the floors and not have dirt and sand and grime and hair and you know exfoliated skin god knows what else yeah dust mites all the things yeah it's pretty pretty big game changer of an invention really yeah i'm trying to come up here so these were these were you know and then you, you get into you know the bag and the invention of the bag and just the the whole thing that goes into basically the assembly and how you would you know look at these things they need to be smart looking and when they appealed to the masses which was around 1930 and then i came across this thing i think i just emailed it to you in in our first segment before we went to break which uh five-step carpet care um a brief history of the vacuum cleaner and this is cute because this is a a woman um in a, in a skirt and high heels 
holding a Hoover vacuum, folks. This is the photo that I sent Brandon. Yeah, it's got a very 1950s kind of housewife vibe going on, and she's just dangling, <laughs> dangling the end of that vacuum precariously close to an infant child in a diaper, and the diaper is being sucked towards the uh, the mouth of that vacuum. And I'm like, lady, if that diaper is full and it comes loose, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. It, it's absolutely crazy. <laughs> and they, and they, they also attribute Booth to the invention of this thing. And he, I guess he, he, he designed something with the suspension on the horse, horse drawn carts. I mean, the guy was an inventor, right? I mean, he was, he was into things, so let's give. I'll give him the credit. I'm, I'm going to go with it was Booth. I mean, some other smart people, you know, contributed to a thing here and there. But um, this whole industry, right? I mean, people don't think about it that much. I mean, when I think when I think vacuums now, my head jumps to, you know, like like Dyson. Right, because they're on this. Yeah, Hoover, Dyson, Shark. Shark's another heavily marketed one. Um, yeah, and, and nothing, nothing against the old. Like the old brands are the old brands. I mean, it, and I'll get into this, and I'll cite it in a, in a few minutes here. The Mealy vacuums, but Dyson, for whatever reason, right? That's been like ten years now. They've been pushing. There was a Dyson store in Paris. I mean, it had the most beautiful. Um, when the the wife and I were there, actually before we got married, this beautiful store of like, and it was all about like how their containers and their the wind and their things, you know, because they do a ton of stuff, right? They do hair dryers and they do yeah, they do they um, have the, the blade for like <coughs> restrooms that just whips yeah. the water off your hands and stuff. Yeah, they're they're the apple of vacuum cleaners, you know. I mean, fair enough, fair enough. Do you know anybody with one of these things? What, I've never Dyson? bought one. They seem well, obviously not an, not an Apple product, but yeah, the Dyson. Yeah, no, I have one actually. Do you, oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Wh- which one do you have? Uh, I forget the model name. It's the the smaller uh, kind of stick vacuum for doing like spot cleanup of things. Uh, and it's it's I mean it's pretty pretty damn powerful. And I forget I, I used to know somebody that had a. Like the Dyson Ball, like the flagship, you know, big, proper vacuum cleaner. And it was very effective, but I'm also like, do I want to spend that much money on a vacuum cleaner? Uh, Probably not. Here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. So I bought one, and I'm not going to get into which brand I bought. It was pretty close, but basically what I was trying to buy, we we had rented a place... Um, over in the south of France, w- wife and I did for a while. And, you know, you take care of the place because it's somebody's home and this and that and the other. And the vacuum they had, they had a mealy. And it was this tiny little canister vacuum. This thing was so good. And I was like, I've got to buy one of these, right? So, you, you know, I, I I go into this, like, you know, I, whatever kind of vacuum that we were using or a couple of them, you know, because we, we just don't, we don't, I don't look at things the same way, but get home and I'll just go through the re- mealy rundown for folks here, right? So, you know, about f- three to $400 on the, on the baby mealies and then you're into like 
thousand dollars, you know, plus to yeah, get immediately goes, goes up really quick, right? Goes up real fast. But they're they're brilliant machines. I mean, you know, I'm looking here right now. Like, you know, this one looks pretty nice, the uh, C3, but it's uh, $1,700. Um, but yeah, any listeners, anybody wants to chime in or say anything about vacuums or what they think in a canister vacuum, um, to me, the Mealy was impressive. I bought an equivalent, a co- competition brand to them, and it's pretty close, but I'm, I'm, I'm still sort of, you know. But it's just not the same. It's just not quite. It's... There's a couple of things when you get into the details of how the hose maneuvers and doesn't wrap around itself and had the length of it and, and yada yada yada. I mean again, you know, you get you get what you pay for most of the time. Cuz I I don't think this is just branding. I think this is actually there's some engineering. Yeah, no, some some it, you know Dyson they're over-engineered and and you're paying for, it, but they I mean they do like they perform better. Oh, it's like, what's the other brand? I think they used to sell them door to door. Rainbow, <coughs> Rainbow. They were like water filtered. Yeah, the rate. Yep, that was one dollar. Yep. Yeah, those. And the, oh, what about Kirby? Right. <laughs> right. Oh my! I did, I had an X, and uh, I was in the bathroom, and the doorbell rang. And before I could get out there, she answered the door, and she let the Kirby salesman into the house. And they have one of the most brilliant sales pitches uh, I've ever seen. Uh, because the first thing he did, he, you know, he had his Kirby vacuum cleaner. And, it's a real uh, story, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not making this up. And she let him in the house. So I, I, I <laughs> finished doing my business and I come out and I'm like, oh, who the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh, door-to-door vacuum salesman. And um, he's inside. So apparently he wanted to hear him out. And the very first thing he does is takes out a bag of like soil, like potting soil and dumps it all over the floor before he starts the pitch. Because now you're stuck. Like you're either cleaning that shit up or you're going to listen to him until he shows you how his product. And I was like, this is brilliant. Like it's, it's such a wonderful gambit. It's like playing a game of chess. Like I've just dumped four pounds of potting soil all in your carpet and uh, either you're going to clean that up because you asked me to leave or you're going to hear me out until I decide to clean it up. And so she got roped into a 30, 40 minute uh, sales pitch, <laughs> uh, which I found highly, highly amusing. Was there a purchase made? Absolutely not. No. How much was it? Do you remember? I, I did not. I did not uh, stick around for the sales pitch. And that was one of those like. Yeah, you played a stupid game. You're winning the stupid prize moments. So, I <laughs> yeah, there you the go. Right. I was like, <laughs> you brought this on yourself. I'm not a, going to uh, inflict this uh, high pressure sales pitch on me. So, enjoy. Fascinating. Well, and, and for the folks that aren't into the, that's fine. I mean, again, I bought it. I I downgraded. I mean, I don't own a Kirby. I wish I owned a Mealy. Um, Although I have a, I'll mention it, it's a Kenmore. It's a pretty damn good machine. But funny enough, we got in this conversation, I think recently, right? Like a month or so ago, because my my mother loved her to death. She's like, hey, you like to ride bikes. You're busy all the time. 
you know, got us this Christmas gift and gifted us a robotic vacuum. Yeah. She had bought one for herself and she's like, it's really cool. And like, honestly, you know, when it, when it, when it does its stupid stuff and it gets stuck, which has been for like four days on our couch, cause that's what it'll do. And it'll take me a little while to find it. The thing is pretty brutal. Like, you know, I've got my, my criticisms of it. Um, but for what it is and at the time, so this was shoot probably had this thing for about five, six years now. Um, and I still think it's a, it's a under, it's an underappreciated brand that just just, that just never took off here. But, you know, she's the type that researches everything. And, you know, for, for folks that are just listening to us or you haven't realized, like, you know, Teddy, he goes and finds us guests from time to time. That's our very large German shepherd. And we have a cat, a large German shepherd. So the amount of hair that this thing sucks up in its canister is... It's extraordinary. Just a bit obscene, right? Well, to the to the extent I can do a very good job. I mean, I, I I don't always enjoy cleaning, but I do actually, you know, vacuum the house. I do stuff, and I'm like, oh, the place is perfectly clean. And that robot will go out and be like, no, no, you're nowhere near clean. Yeah. I don't know where it finds this. I don't know where it finds finds what it finds, but it it finds a lot of stuff, and um, you know, I could critique it. It's it's biggest critique is that you, you you can't go to sleep if the thing's on because it it sounds like there's a somebody running a car in your house because it's <laughs> it's the big pet vacuum so it's like whoa i mean this thing it's is the, loud I mean, don't even try one, to watch yeah. tv yeah it's a heavy duty um, well, these days now the, the newer models don't they like self-empty <coughs> too so you don't even have to empty the uh that's the chamber I, open, which is really kind of convenient just go back to your docking would, stage and charge up and uh lather rinse repeat and like once a month you have to empty the big bag i would love to know from listeners or anybody out there because even emptying the container it's pretty tough like that container gets pretty packed right and the filters on the back and it you know i'll go in there and actually like re-vacuum the thing out like to make sure that it's clean because it's, it's pulling so much stuff from places you know in little corners that you never find um, I'd, I'd love to know how the, um, the self-emptying, um, vacuums work because that is obviously the impediment, uh, that, yeah, no, I think that would be, that'd be the game. Thing. I would consider if I knew the self-emptying ones function well, I would consider investing in a robotic vacuum, uh, because I've always had, you know, pets that shed and there's nothing worse than having like deeply compacted dog hair and dust and everything and like trying to dig that out of a vacuum like no no not no. for me yeah not for me and then I, the other I thing, will say that oh go ahead well well i was going to say my my thing was you know i i it, it, i basically to my mom's credit um vacuuming once a week the place would look like super clean you didn't have to go over a carpet you didn't have to do a thing you didn't have to you know run in on the middle of the week and try to do something that robot goes out and does its thing after it's mapped your house or memorized and whatever the hell it's doing, um, does a hell of a job until, you know, it's, they obviously have their limitations, right? You know, it's got its places where it likes to get stuck. 
Yeah. I don't know why it keeps going back to them. Um, you know, it's again, it's it's six years old, I think. So maybe they've gotten smarter. I'm sure they have. But um, yeah, some of the that level, like to actually invest the money in that piece of technology, because I heard a lot. I was ran into somebody at the whatever store, and they were looking at the. I think it's the the iRobot, the popular one. And she had asked me a bunch of questions. I said, I actually own one of these things for three years, but I said, don't go. I wouldn't cheap out on it. If you're going to go in, go in on one of these things um, and, and, and get the bigger one with the bigger battery and the longer run times and the smarter stuff. But Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. definitely, definitely one of those buy once, cry once kind of mm-hmm. purchases. But one one thing we do have to talk about with the robotic vacuums is the uh, the robotic <laughs> vacuum horror story. Uh, you know. Okay, so if you do have, I pets, feel every once in a while, a I pet feel has an accident. What, hold on, hold on. So let me back this up here a little bit and give a shout out to a great podcast. Okay, which is Cafe Insider. So that's Preet Bharara and Joyce Vance, and Joyce Vance who's brilliant and they do a great job over there. Um, I think it was like two or three months ago had said something about, I think she has a couple of dogs, maybe they did German, German shepherds or whatever. And she was like thinking about buying something, blah, blah, blah. Does anybody have any recommendations? And I put my recommendation in on the Neato because it's an, it's an understated brand. And right after I did that, I felt bad on that thread not to explain the limitations and the horror stories if you own said big dog. So listeners, Brandon and I had this conversation. So my horror story was, um, you know, it's not that often, but once in a while, you know, dog does a thing on a carpet. And that generation of vacuum with the big motor and brush <laughs> didn't, spinning high didn't, speed spinning didn't brush didn't a give a shit dog poo, yeah. <laughs> didn't <laughs> give a shit and it was it was probably one of the worst evenings that I came home to and <laughs> saved I saved it though I mean I saved it and bought new part I mean I bought new brush yeah, for no, I mean I'm just it just, it like, just yeah <laughs> it, it was fucking brutal let me just say run, folks runs over a dog pile and uh then it, and it doesn't like, stop I'm, because I'm motherfucking Jackson Pollock in your house yeah. now let's go uh, no it cleaned it up because I mean, it it's, runs it, its it own literally, routine, right? it, well, uh, yeah, and it senses. It's got a dirt sensor, so it keeps going. So it had packed. It had packed its its compound. You know where the hair, all the debris goes to, full, and then just stopped there and had a little thing. Please empty. Like it wasn't done. It was ready to go back and make sure that. I mean, it. it it's, I mean, it sounds sick and sad, but it was determined to get rid of, get rid of the shit. I mean, I'm not swearing. I mean, literally get rid of the shit, which it. It did about half. I mean, at that point in time, we had a couple of German point, shepherds. Right? Yeah, and and um, but then as 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 folks listeners will, will hear, Brandon and I having this discussion, and Brandon's like, "Yo, you're an idiot. You should have you should have upgraded because 
Which one is it that you found? I forget uh, the brand you gotta tell that me I story. found. But I, I, digging, digging, <coughs> digging down the rabbit hole. I'm like, surely somebody has solved this because I've I've seen you know in Twitter and everything else, you know, millions of people have had the same experience that you had. Dog had an accident. They were out of town at work. Robo vacuum goes and just you know has some scat really dry <laughs> while you're away. well i mean it tries it gives it it gives it a full 10 like it's like i'm cleaning your I'm, i know there's dirt yeah, here it because does. I have sensors. Know, it, it runs a yeah. program and it's just like i'm gonna go 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 so um we'll have to we'll have to find for the show notes uh the brand but i found this brand and they, they got smart and so they put a camera on the thing so instead of just the infrared sensors and like the little bumper plates or whatever that, you know, stop it from banging its head against the wall and say, turn around and go the other direction. <laughs> this thing has cameras, like 360 degree cameras. And uh, they've used machine learning. Didn't they have LiDAR? And, and AI. I, they may use a, uh, LiDAR, actually. And they've trained it to identify like 80 common household items that would be <laughs> not good for a vacuum cleaner. So like... Right. You know, if you've ever run over like a shoelace or some string, you know, that wraps around charging the brush cord. and, and right. you know, charging cords. Uh, so it yeah. can identify charging cords. It can identify shoelaces. It identifies uh, things like socks, you know, T-shirts on the floor. That's another one. Yep. And they trained Sock. it also to recognize piles of dog shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then they got, they got really smart because. You know, if the thing, if the, if it goes, hey, there's an item here, and you're away and it's running, it will actually text you a picture of what it <laughs> thinks it shouldn't run over and go, hey, owner of me, would you like friend, me to plow through this, or should I avoid it for the time? Exactly, yeah, friend or foe? Can <laughs> yeah, you identify friend or foe? Uh, the problem, and, I, and truly, that's brilliant. Like that, that solves it's uh, the really big issue with. The robotic vacuum is do you you don't want it choking on a shoelace or a charging cable you surely don't want it running over the pile of poo and now it texts you which could be like awkward if you're on a first date like, oh excuse me my vacuum just texted me oh what well, well i was like there's a, there's this a massive is, pile we, of shit on my floor it wants to know if it should suck it up or not you know but uh this is what's killing me right so fun. coming with the you know, from years ago, advertising background or whatever, like we, we, I can't even recall the name of the manufacturer that you had, cause you, you researched this and you found it pretty fast, but there weren't any funny, funny videos of this. And I'm like, why the hell have they not marketed this? Like, you know, so-and-so they're at a board meeting, whatever they're at work. And it's like, you know, I've got to take this. I just got a notification. And like, just to do like a, Oh hell no! Like I could, I the commercial actually, you know, self paints itself in my head, right? Like, and yeah, just the I mean, the funniness, or or you, you, maybe they have a website that we don't know about. Yeah, it's got to be like the you remember the old I think it was Bounty paper towels where the kids mm -hmm. you know they would spill and it's like oh no you know like same oh, no, thing yeah. like you show the competitor just painting the floor with feces yeah <laughs> oh no don't worry about it our robot is yeah. smart it will take a picture and send it to you and say should i or should i not to be or not to be 
Yeah, and, and I've I've yet to see an advertisement for this particular manufacturer or feature at the vets, right? Because you think like that's the first place you did pet owners. Just go ahead, go there, and like you know, throw a wall thing up, or you know, put something on their TV screen about like, hey, pet owner that's coming in here for your, you know, vaccines or your dewormer for your dog. Oh, by the way, you know, grab this thing. But I, I thought it was brilliant. I mean, to, to not just dogs and pets and stuff, but I mean, they're important. They have tails. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like well, and just to, the, in general, to be able to avoid. What would really be hazardous for a vacuum to run over? Uh, because you want it to do its job. And like, you know, you program these things to run at strategic times when you're not at home or whatnot. And, uh, Correct. Yeah. So if it doesn't finish the job, then you're going to be dodging this robotic vacuum. So for it to be able to go, I think this would ruin what I'm trying to do. Please confirm or deny. And, it's uh, brilliant. Keep going. Yeah, that's it's great. And you know those models too, where they were self-emptying and everything else. I'm like, that's the next wave. Uh, especially now that you you also have a, a robotic mops. Like we'll, we'll never vacuum yeah. the floor again. No, we're getting there slowly but surely. Although you know it's taking pictures of of your house and uh, you know the fact that you'll put your laundry away. Yeah, I mean, there is that. Yeah. You know, you go, you exactly. again with the Internet of Things, and I don't want to dive down the, you know, cybersecurity, Internet security rabbit hole. But, you know, I'm like, do I want this thing, like, LiDAR mapping my entire home? Uh, who's that accessible to? Does it get uploaded to the Internet, or is it stored locally? Is it secure? And, you know, but, yeah. We can answer any of those questions over here, but, you know. Yeah. So, folks, send us your questions. Do what you do, but we got anything else on this thing other than we give us feedback. If anybody, if anybody's into robotic vacuums or has a funny story, I mean, yeah, kick it to us, ask it, us right. a question. Yeah, for sure. But so. yeah, no, I think uh, we've we've probably reached an end point uh, at this point. I feel like this episode sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it blows. Mm, the great debate. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Which we're not even going to touch that one. Not even going to touch Correct. it. Correct. Not even going to touch it. Not even going to. Yep. All right. Well, you want to say it? Till next time. Until next time. Questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, 
Look us up on Facebook at 14 Questions. And of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.